0: I'm Laura Hunter
2: Drago. I am a producer, a writer, and an actor. I live in Los Angeles. I used to live in New York. I went to NYU for college, then ended up on the West Coast. And uh, and I just produced my first feature film called To the New Girl, which came out a couple of months ago. I, I went to NYU Tisch for acting.
1: There we go. Okay. We did a bunch of episodes nice. on, on college and whether, it, whether it's worth it.
0: Yes. Which you were in... I think I saw on your website, you went to two of their conservatories, right? I did, right? yes. I, I went to the Lee Strasberg
2: Institute for a year, and then I did the rest of my time at the Atlantic Theater Company. And those are like the nice. two polar opposite.
0: Very nuggets. much so, so yeah. yeah. Nice. Hey, good. I I think that's the way to do it, though, is to get a little bit of both. Yeah.
2: What was your consensus on the uh, college being worth it or not? Just out of curiosity. We're super biased. Yeah. We cause are because I didn't, didn't go, go and
1: <laughs> I went to school and I'm no longer in the arts at all. So mm-hmm. I didn't go to school for the arts though. I did try to don't like, I, <laughs> I told, I shared a story actually about yeah. like my audition experience and I was just unprepared and it showed.
0: I think what it boils down to is that for us, it wasn't the right choice, but for a lot of people it is. So it's just kind of figuring out and doing your due diligence of researching schools and yeah. talking to people it's, and all that fun it's stuff. It's hard.
2: I yeah. mean, I have a lot of opinions on that as well, because I i went to NYU through my junior year and dropped out with like 18 credits to go. Wow. <laughs> so I did not necessarily yeah. have like the uh, most positive experience. Um, I, you know.
0: Yeah. I haven't heard like the best things. Yeah. <laughs> It's, and, you know, but, it's funny.
2: I'm actually like taking a film course that, online with them now. Um, so it's like no ill will. But I, you know, had I mm-hmm. had it all to do over again, probably uh, would have saved myself some money.
1: <laughs> That's interesting. So, so you're going yeah. back to film school, I guess. It, it, yeah,
2: it I mean, I guess like film school light, um, really more than anything, just uh, because we're in the middle of this 2020 stuff and it's uh you know, yeah. I, I just finished producing my first feature, but I never got, I, I had all this theater school, but I never really got like the film history and stuff like that. So picking yeah. up a little bit of it now for, you know.
0: Yeah, that's great. I mean, you might yeah. as well. Yeah. It's been interesting.
1: That That's super cool. So to, I, I guess you can touch a little bit on, on how the education is going now in terms of like why, why you're doing it, but I'd love to hear kind of your process before you went to any like education in, in kind of producing and, and filmmaking, like what's that process like moving from being an actor to uh, a producer?
2: Yeah, it was funny that I when I first left college, I the the first jobs I started getting and how I ended up joining SAG was that I was a stand in for a bunch mm. of actors in New York. And, and that was kind of a crash course, not only in like what it's like to be an actor on set, because you do the whole scene, especially if you're like the lead characters um, stand in, but also that I learned a ton about production and, and that I really liked just the energy of being on set um and so i think i got Mm -hmm. a little bit of a bug for it there um and i'd also even in like high school they made us you know one year you had to be the stage manager (laughs) so you're like you're slogging through it you gotta paint yeah you're like i'm better than this um <laughs> exactly. you know I should be on yeah, that exactly <laughs> was my attitude uh, which was crazy um because I actually really like doing that stuff and I think I blocked myself off from it for a while because I you know wanted to be the center of attention mm-hmm. but yeah I, I found that after probably like 10 years of just auditioning and doing the grind of waiting for someone to pick me <laughs> that <laughs> I really wanted to have a little more control and and I had started working with a group of women through this website called music the biz that I ended up doing a lot of stuff for and and all of those girls were making movies mm. and and they had been actors and they were getting into production and it, it really inspired me to to do that as well and and when we put to the new girl together which is the movie I just made we wanted to make it an all-female cast and crew so that was sort of the the initial like I can do this and then I just threw myself into being a producer I really had no training at all except like i guess i'll just do this but that's always been you know with acting too i think talking about like whether college is worth it or not i think the best way to learn all of that stuff is to be on set or to be on stage and actually be doing it rather than than in a school situation so i i felt kind of the same way yeah. like my my first feature sort of ended up being my film school
1: that's cool oh so totally. did you pick yeah. up any like tips and tricks i guess when when you were working with miss what was it miss in the biz
2: miss in the biz yeah
1: yeah can you also uh, kind of describe what that, that is for sure. the listeners that may not know?
2: Yeah. So com is a website that focuses on women entrepreneurs and entertainment. We just wrapped up it last May. In, uh, so now the site is basically an archive. But there's like thousands of articles that are super, super informative. A lot of women who started out... As actors or some who started out as a director or, you know, every every type of mm-hmm. role in the industry. Um, just lots of advice on making indie film, really. So if you want a crash course, it's a good free place to <laughs> get some, some advice. And I think, too, like for That's me, awesome. it was about finding a community of people that were all i think there's this thing in la especially where people want to network and meet like a celebrity and they think that like the famous person is going to help them but what the the truth is is that the best thing you can do is find people that are at your level or just a little bit above that you can start collaborating with and um and you're not having these like imbalanced relationships where one person needs something and one person's getting something it's it's a collaborative thing. So that that was big for me was finding that community. And and a lot of those uh, women were involved either as actors or um, in, in other ways with the movie that I made. So that was that was big for me. It's just finding that community.
1: Yeah, that sounds like it's like right in line with your idea of you in order to learn how to do the things you've got to do them. And in order to be able to do them, you have to know people that are also interested in trying it out.
2: Yeah, yeah. And I think also finding I ended up being the assistant editor in chief of that website, which was a volunteer position. And, you know, that was something I I do marketing as my day job and web design. So I have skills in that area. And it ended up just being a way that I could help out. And and it helped me Mm -hmm. ingrain myself in the community. And so it was I think it's great to be able to find what you have to offer. Because then everybody's, you know, offering, you, it, it becomes this back and forth thing. Um, mm-hmm. So that that is something that I try to tell other people is, you know, come up with what you can share, especially if you're an actor, because I think often you feel like, I can't just like do a monologue and, you know, that's not like a service I totally. can provide <laughs> to people. So like, <laughs> right. it,
0: like, let me do a scene right. for you. It's, Here that's that's you go. Crazy. So,
2: but actors <laughs> totally. also have all these other skills and it's like hone in on some of that stuff um, and, and that will help you.
0: Yeah. In your journey, when did you make the move from New York to LA? And what kind of was the impetus for that?
2: I had always, I think, thought I would end up in California. I just had like an idea about it. I had never been. So (laughs) I moved here without having even visited. Um, Yeah. But uh, yeah, that was about 10 years ago, or almost, I guess, in January, it'll be 11 years. And it was really just kind of hitting a wall in New York and feeling exhausted, buy it Uh, and I had a lot of friends that had been at NYU that were moving around the same time so I just ended up working out and I think I was kind of planning on coming for like pilot season uh, which Mm -hmm. is the thing that people do when they live in New York yeah they're like I'm going for a pilot season but I was which doesn't really even exist anymore but I was so I was here for three months and Mm -hmm. then you know stayed forever because <laughs> it's so
0: warm well, the weather is so much yeah. better yeah because especially because pilot season is right during the worst season in new yeah. york so you're like great i don't Out have to, to be yeah. perfect <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> that's amazing so that's uh jumping back to uh you you were talking about to the new girl i'd love to know well actually just some quick context before i ask the question did you start the new girl pictures after that during Yes. It? Yeah. Oh, okay. So how did the opportunity or the idea for To The New Girl...
2: So one of my very best friends from high school is a playwright who had put together a show called To The New Girl mm-hmm. for a theater company called Sky Pilot, which is LA based, and they had mm-hmm. a bunch of women in their company. And didn't have enough roles for them, which, you know, we know is a thing. <laughs> so they, <laughs> that, they <yep. laughs> asked her to write something that they could use more uh, women for. And so she wrote, uh, it's very similar, I would say, thematically to like a vagina monologues.
0: I was just about so to say, yeah. So that- 10
2: monologues mm-hmm. for women. Um, and they're all reading letters to the new woman in their ex's life.
0: So wow.
1: it's, that. it's
2: uh, all over the place in terms cool. of, you know, some of them are angry and some of them are very yeah. caring. And uh, it, it, it's definitely a, a wild ride, kind of like a stand up comedy vibe, but then also mm-hmm. swings back to some more serious topics. But it, it was a cool way because it was already written for women. We decided, like, why not just have only women work on the
0: movie? <laughs> From
2: like yeah, talk and pretty
0: them. easily to translate too. Yeah, yeah. Actually, awesome. we shot
2: from the play script. There was no screenplay, so oh, that wow. was that was a little bit unique too.
0: Nice.
1: That's interesting. So, what uh, was that like? A creative decision, or was that something that was just like out of convenience?
2: Both money, first of all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um Fair. you know, we shot this for like twenty thousand dollars, um, which is free in movie in movie that's language. Really not good. free yeah, for me. That's pretty
0: good. <laughs> no, but that's yeah, pretty good um for a feature. And we shot in three days,
2: uh, in one location in a theater. <sighs> And just uh, I had a, an amazing cinematographer who did some really cool things with lighting so that mm-hmm. we had variation between the different monologues. And our That's composer awesome. also did completely original music for each piece. So they all feel, even though they're in the same space, that they have their their own thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, it, that was a, I think the decision to go with just shooting from the script was out of necessity, but ended up becoming kind of a good creative decision, which is, you know, it's like happy accidents.
1: <laughs> so... I, I know this is going to, I don't mean this to feel like an interview question, but it's it's just something that I, I feel like is is kind of interesting to learn about is like, what was the hardest part of like making this happen? Like, was there anything that was just stand out, like in a part of the experience that was like really challenging?
2: Yeah, a lot of it was really challenging. <laughs> um, really weirdly, so we had three days of production and those three days mm-hmm. could not possibly have gone smoother. Um, and you would think that when you're trying to do, you know, something has to go We have, like yeah. <laughs> maybe between like three and six takes with any of these actors who are all doing like 15 minute monologues that they've had to memorize, and you know, they're they they only have a couple of shots at it, and it's start to finish. So you're, I was like preparing myself for what what are the contingencies? Like, if somebody can't remember (laughs) Mm -hmm. their lines, like, what are we, what will we do? (laughs) Because we we have to be out of this theater on Sunday night, so.
0: You're like, hello. Right. So
2: weirdly, like, pre-production was was a mess Uh, and and my my DP told me she was like they always say a really terrible pre-production means a great production and she was right (laughs) it was terrible before shoot was great but it was mostly just because I'd thrown myself into it I was really stressed and and I've talked about this before but I I don't know that anything was actually going wrong I think I was just very nervous because I felt that I was responsible for all of these people we had girls flying out from across the country that it was like one of these actors first movies and you know I just felt this excitement but also like heavy responsibility of it we did a kickstarter too so i a lot of it was feeling that pressure of like other people's investment and things Mm -hmm. like that and then post production took like two and a half years which isn't i guess that long now that i think about it but it felt really long and a lot of it was just me of course you know, dealing with logistical things, um, administrative stuff, and just also trying to like raise more money and figure out how I was going <laughs> to put stuff together. So really money was the most stressful part, I would say, mm-hmm. which yeah, I guess that's probably a common answer with independent film when you don't have <laughs> just couch <laughs> yeah, sitting totally. around. Yeah. It
1: sounds like you did some creative stuff to try and make that work, though. Like, is there anything that you feel like you are going to be so well prepared for your next project? Because of this, yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah, like she's like everything. I, think, I mean, uh, because it was just me, I learned a lot about everything that right. I would never yeah. have known otherwise. By the time we got to working with the composer, really everybody else who had been involved at one point or another was was kind of like onto the next. So I I got to do mm-hmm. a lot of stuff with that, and I love music, but have like no. Talent for it. So that was really fun for me to like feel yeah. like I, I got to be part of that process and I love the music in the movie. But yeah, I think I learned a lot in terms of budgeting. I would definitely have a more long term plan, especially for post production next mm-hmm. time of oh, sound, which is the hardest.
0: <laughs> Sound is the. I've heard that from so many people. That sound is like the biggest. Like never skimp out on sound because that's the one that's always the hardest to to fix. In yeah, we
2: lucked out. We had a. We worked with some great people, but I I will never again be on set where I I don't take the headphones myself once in a while and like i didn't have time exactly. like i just like i was doing craft of services course. and like running yeah, around
0: you were doing literally everything but else yeah, so. i
2: i i will always have a pair of headphones from now on to make sure there's not like <laughs> just a horrible screeching sound happening in the back we also shot at this theater that no longer exists that was like next to the oh, busiest fun. street Naturally. in the world <laughs> And Love our that. first edit yeah. of the movie, Sam, Samantha Mocker, who wrote this, she and I did a lot of the post production stuff together. And the first cut of the first edit, which was totally different than the film that exists now and, and looked horrible. <laughs> we were like, oh my gosh, You're what, like, oh, did what did we yeah. do? What did we do? But we watched it and I had asked the sound person, I was like, you know, I know there's like a lot of background noise. Maybe we can try it with adding some some traffic sounds just to like even it out. And I'm, I'm kind of cool with that because it's supposed to be like a a low rent place that we've ended up. But, but, <laughs> but what happened was she put in like, it was like there was... A crime scene Ambulances? outside for the whole time, so we're like <laughs> listening to the like. Just like ambulance after yes. ambulance, that's so you still fun. Have someone just died. Right? Uh, you know what? It's <laughs> probably somewhere, but I'm not. I'm not gonna give it to anybody. <laughs> that's in the archives for <laughs> sure. RFPs, yeah. for sure. <laughs> save that for later in your career when you're like, hey, look at what I did
1: <laughs> after all of your your critically acclaimed <laughs> this films is are how out. You this learn. is where I started. Don't don't worry, you can get there.
2: People should do that though. People should have to release like their their weird first like student film that they made.
0: Oh my god, (laughs) yes. I yeah. One of my best friends, her (laughs) her student film, like the one that she hates, is still on YouTube because she's like, I just I wanna take it down, but I know that I have to leave it there. And I was like, Yeah, Yeah. you do. (laughs) That's true for actors too though. It's like you end up you
2: end up being in stuff that later on you're like, why did I say yes to this? Oh, and now of like it's gonna outlive you,
1: you yeah. know? <laughs> yeah, you gotta keep that in perspective. I know,
0: and that's such a weird thought. That's
1: so challenging because like you gotta okay. So here's here's my thing. And I've told I've ranted to Melody about this tons and tons, but like I think <laughs> every actor shouldn't put their best self out there all the time. And part of that is taking saying yes to some really bad projects mm-hmm. and leaving it public. How you learn. like because yeah. if so many people want to be doing this they have to understand where you start and you don't understand where people start if the first thing you see them in is like paul paul rudd just popped up out of nowhere he didn't yeah. do any yeah. groundwork in their eyes and he's just made it big it's all these like rise mm-hmm. to stardoms that they don't see all the details in there and they, and people need to see that
2: yeah well it's mm-hmm. so interesting too do you know who danny strong is
1: not familiar
2: okay so he was like Neither a either. background guy on mm-hmm. Buffy the vampire Slayer like a recurring background and he has mm-hmm. this really interesting look and they eventually like upped him to like some small speaking parts and then in like mm-hmm. mid I don't know season five or six of that show he becomes like the big bad of that season and now he's like a huge right he wrote empire like he writes all oh, these wow. amazing oh tv shows. you know
0: it's like
1: yeah so that's
2: that's, that's an amazing story yeah. like
0: it is you know <laughs> yeah i want to hear yeah, more it's so true everyone starts from somewhere and i can promise you that no one starts at a feature yeah. film there, there's just no yeah. one that, like, maybe a handful, but like the majority of people start with the weird student films or, yeah. you know. Well, no one that's not like someone's they just do with friends or like
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> a casting right. no, director's was, daughter.
0: Yeah, literally. Yeah. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Too oh, too true true too that true true. Um <laughs> mm-hmm. yes, <it> does. I I <laughs> oh, me too.
1: <laughs> I I do want to ask you cuz I know that a major part of the the film like you mentioned was the fact that it was completely women that uh, in the filmmaking process the actresses would love to get your take and I I know that It's been a a major part of kind of like your your mission with uh, New Girl Pictures and Missing the Biz. What In your eyes, what is the next step in bringing more women into filmmaking?
2: Ooh, (laughs) that's a big question. I know.
1: Um, I was literally about to say what a loaded question. I'm sorry. You You can take it (laughs) any way that you'd like because there's Um, a lot of options.
2: Yeah. I, I mean, I have an opinion. I think... That I would like to see and what I enjoyed and feel really proud of about New Girl is that it was a ton of, I mean, I want to say almost everyone who was like the head of their department on that movie, it was their first feature. And I'm like super proud of having... Because I've had a lot of people, my cinematographer and the directors and stuff say to me, you know, that really helped me start getting more interviews because it's hard to get over that, you know, it's like an actor, the chicken before the egg thing, you know, you got to get your co-star to get your recurring and and things like that. Mm -hmm. So I was really proud of, of being able to give that opportunity to people early in their careers. And I think that that. If more people focused on that rather than, you know, it's, it's not as hard to start getting attention and grants once you've had like those first couple of things. But like, if we can, oh, even at the smaller levels, still try to, you know, it doesn't have to be the, a blockbuster, like it, it helps At any level to make sure that we're thinking about like who we're casting and who we're hiring to do this stuff. So I think a lot of times the the bigger budget stuff gets, you know, a lot of attention when Elizabeth Banks is the director for a a blockbuster like that's awesome. Mm -hmm. But we also need Mm -hmm. people at the beginning of their careers to be getting those opportunities so they can become Elizabeth Banks.
1: Right. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. No, it seems like a really great mission and and definitely a great kind of action set that you've put together to to make that into reality. Are there other things that that people can do to potentially move that that mission forward?
2: I mean, I think it's just about putting your work out there and not being afraid. Especially after this year, you know, people are making movies on Zoom. You know, it's mm-hmm. it there's no real barrier anymore you can put something on YouTube and I think don't be afraid to make the thing that you're able to make like just just do it you know don't don't wait I've known people especially people I think that went to film school sometimes think oh I have to wait to release anything until it's something that's at the level that like is my gold standard that might happen I don't know but it might not and you have the option now you know you can pick up your cell phone and make something So I think everybody should be doing that if it's if it's what you want to do. And and then, you know, like I'm talking about with community, help the people that you know that um, inspire you so that you, you know, build a group that that um, makes those things together and and make sure that you're lifting each other up. Don't don't feel that like stupid competitive thing that I think, especially Mm -hmm. women and women who are actors get Bogged down in
0: gotta love the societal just (laughs) pitting women against each other. We love it. (laughs) Love to see. I have a theory (laughs) about
2: that with actresses, which is that because it takes so long to license different like plays, Mm -hmm. that a lot of the like middle Mm -hmm. and high school theater is like twenty years behind. And so there's still not enough roles for girls, and usually there are more women in the theater department even at that age. Oh, and so yeah. it, it starts out super competitive really early. You know, it's like they're pulling guys from the football team, like begging them yep. to be the lead in the oh, play. Oh, and the 100%. girls are crying because they were like a tree,
0: yeah, <laughs> tree yeah. number two, I mean, or a bird, yeah. oh, a bird. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Melody was a bird. Yeah. <laughs> I was a bird. I was a bird in my high school, sophomore year production. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it was honestly the best costume of the show. So Whoa, I was like, I with. bet. Yeah. <laughs> I was like a peacock. It was beautiful. Cool. Uh, yeah. No, I totally agree with that. I think, I mean, I also just think there are so many more women in this business in general. I don't really know what that's from, but it's, I've always hated the that competition aspect of it. And I'm like, look, I get it. We may be the same type or whatever, but we're not the same person, so, like, can we just be friends and support each other rather than be like oh god she's here you know it's funny too because there's so much and there's so much don't of have that you control like,
2: over any of it anyway so it's like there's no, no. point in- <laughs> literally have no control it's funny Um <laughs> one of the actors in new girl is this this woman named Skylar Vallow and she's amazing she and I were up for a ton of we would be at the same audition mm-hmm. rooms like she audition, I think buddy. was like in a yeah. Carl's Jr commercial that I was almost like just weird stuff like that and then we ended up oh, yeah. in the same episode of criminal minds because it was like the killer wanted to kill people that looked like each
0: other that's so, so we funny. like hung out
2: and like died on set that day and we're like cleaning each <laughs> other all. and so then i cast her in this cuz i think she's amazing I but love you know that. that's i like that kind of stuff like let's try to be you oh, know, yeah. make your audition buddy your your actress in your movie.
0: Your actual buddy, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Your ally. exactly,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: for sure, exactly. Not your yeah. competition, your ally. It's you guys against them, not you guys. against Well, and you the other. more people around you that
2: are succeeding, the the better it is for you. You
0: know, yeah. it's true. Yeah, it's. I definitely think community is super super important. I think especially now in COVID times, people are really realizing how important community yeah. really is you know, to have, to surround yourself with the right people, yeah. to just really have that support system. Cause you, in any job really, but especially in the entertainment industry, you can't do it alone. And there's no one that's like self-made there that doesn't yeah. exist. Yeah. No one is. What's well, a lonely business It's
2: if you don't it's, make yourself mm-hmm. um, get out there. I mean, I found that this it year I'm, I am used to being able, I'm definitely an extrovert and I'm, I like going to like networking events and part oh, totally. I really have been yeah. missing even those like crazy sag nights
0: <laughs> for <laughs> for sag yeah, award we're voting just like packed yeah. in yeah
1: <laughs> yeah yeah oh that's funny so in uh, since we're talking a little bit about covid I'd, I'd love to hear the impact of covid before we jump into our, our final questions impact of covid on on kind of your plans for for new girl pictures other things that you're looking to, to be doing, what, what has that changed for you? Well,
2: I didn't have any specific plan for what was next. So it did change the our release of New Girl. We had a bunch of film festivals that we were hoping to screen at that obviously didn't mm-hmm. happen. We moved the yeah. release date. Uh, in a weird way, I think, because it's it feels a little bit like filmed theater, it's been an interesting year to release it um, because people are missing going to live theater so that's been fun in terms of like the response we've gotten that people are like oh this reminds me of the feeling of that um which makes me happy we sam the writer of new girl and i made a short animated film called the echo in like the height of quarantine i think april ish Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. which was done like all remotely with voice actors and, and that's screened at a couple of places. So that was kind of a cool, like, Oh, we can still do something. Like I needed to prove to myself yeah. that I, this year wasn't lost. They're
0: like I can, I'm still productive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so I, I got to try out
2: animation and stuff, which I hadn't done anything with before. And it was fun. Um,
0: wow.
2: So we'll cool. see if something like that happens, but we, uh, I have been working on writing a little bit, so it's kind of been a good year for that. I think I would have been doing that anyway. Um, and then we'll see, mm-hmm. you know maybe. This time next year, <laughs> if we can all be like back on set, I've had friends yeah. who've been producing right. stuff even over the summer and and you know with testing and and doing it by the yeah, book, by the book. But it's hard.
1: Mm-hmm. I can That's imagine. It's adds another up, barrier. Adds up the money yes. Again. Yeah. Um. It's a. Fi- it
2: is. Yeah. If you can't <laughs> yeah. do the financial aspect of that, you're you can't do it right now. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's. It's a lot. Yeah. yeah.
1: So that that kind of brings up a, a topic that we haven't brought up uh, a lot since like the height of of COVID uh, quarantine. But do you feel like th- this is a very leading question, but you can you can say no as easily as you please. Um, <laughs> but do you feel like you're that we're going to have an influx of creativity once quarantine is lifted and everything gets back? Or do you feel like it's Pretty much stayed even with the amount of people that are actually pursuing this, that only the ones are holding out are really staying true to creating.
2: Yeah, most of the people that I know that are normally very motivated to make things are still are and and have been continuing throughout this or even have been inspired by it. I have a close friend that started, uh, she was going to do like an in-person school in Chicago and has started doing online classes for acting and has also done a a bunch of cool like play readings and and things Mm -hmm. like that over Zoom. One of our directors for New Girl directed a Shakespeare play over Zoom and was like having the actors pass like props, like the Brady Bunch through the different windows. So just, (laughs) you know- I think that's it's so cool. cool I'm super inspired by yeah. that and just like the resilience of it. But I do think that everybody's like itching for like the full release of like being able to do the thing that you of actually want to yeah. do. So I think that once that happens, I'm hoping really that because a lot of the stuff this year that's coming out is it's using the the quarantine and stuff like that. But but it reminds you of it when you watch it. So I think it would be Mm -hmm. nice once this is all over to like maybe move on for a while. Like maybe we don't. It's like after a disaster, like you wait to make the movie for a good amount of time. Like I would like to see that because I'm I personally don't need to watch Anything else about quarantine for like a while?
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 We turned on the good doctor and like it, we had to turn it yeah. back off. We're like, I can't, I, I love this show and I understand it's a hot, it's a hospital show. Mm-hmm. So I get it. But like, if I see one more person in a goddamn yeah. mask, <laughs> I can't, I just, I yeah. need, uh, cause it's escapism. That's what we use. And like, that's not yeah. helping. <laughs> no, I've been talking about like, I
2: hope yeah. that the, like the first COVID movie is like, about like the NBA or the NFL and like how they dealt with it like i hope it's like not well, directly the virus won
0: there's already one that's like coming out soon I'm pretty sure it's called Songbird I saw a preview for it I'm pretty sure it's oh, Michael Bay which okay. first of all but it's like this I it's like a apocalypse are you looking no. it up Mitch it's it's like this guy who's like a vigilante or whatever it's supposed to be like in the future oh, and yes. COVID still exists yeah you see now, it? I, yeah. now it just I remember makes me so angry like it's a love story but in the time of right. COVID but not really like it's, it's like
2: COVID 27 or something right like it's yeah, like it's forever it's,
0: it's like like, mutated no. to, like, COVID, you know, it's, like, in no. 2034 or whatever. We yeah. We don't so need it. So I'm no. not excited they for stuff like that. that. Yeah, but that's okay. um, Would love another version of, like, Contagion because that was a yeah. good movie. Gotta love it. Yeah. So yeah, Something
2: a little more introspective and less action-y. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Nice. Yeah. I'd, I'd be interested, like, and then we'll get into the final questions. I'd be really interested to see, like, movies kind of based more of people's relationships in COVID because there have been so many people who have, like, living together who mm-hmm. break up during COVID or people who, you know, were in a bad marriage and they had the time now to, like, really work Deal through. Like, it. that would be the kind of stuff that I'd be interested yeah. to, like, yeah. see. You know, kind of more how it the human dealt aspect, person to person,
1: yeah, Cerebral. yeah exactly. Yeah. It requires some thinking.
0: Yeah, I don't need to see people fighting off COVID zombies. No. It's fine. We've no, done that before. It's, it's unfortunately
1: I'm still gonna watch that, but you know, I really like watching. Well, we bad all movies. will. Um,
0: I do too. But... <laughs> I mean, I, I hear you. Who
1: doesn't?
0: Yeah. You know, it that helps to be like, ah, see if they can make that, I can a- make anything. anything. At all. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> there we go. Yeah. yeah. So before we jump into the final questions that, that we ask to people... <laughs>
0: I love that you said it and then I said it and now you're saying it again because we just keep on coming up with other things. I
1: don't things know. To talk about. I know, We're, we'll, we'll have you back to talk through all of these things uh, in more detail because yeah. I think that we've covered a lot of really great ground and I, I think we need to think a bit more about really diving in deeper and, and getting into good yeah. nuggets cool. of information. But in the meantime, would love to know if there's anything that you'd like to, to share for the audience, uh, any ways to reach you or, or find out more information would be great.
2: Yeah, so if you want to check out the movie *To the New Girl*, it's tothenewgirl.com, and it's streaming on Amazon Prime Video. So that makes it easy. If you want to find out more about me, it's laurahunterdrago.com, and that should have links to everything else, like Instagram, which is where I spend easy most of my time these days. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> me
0: too. Spectacular.
1: Unfortunately, yeah, we'll we'll also link that in the show notes.
2: <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, that's awesome.
1: Boom. Awesome. So let's go ahead and jump into the final questions. Here we go. Uh, What do you think is the hardest thing about pursuing the arts?
2: I think the hardest thing is keeping yourself motivated and not letting the industry define you like Mm. keeping your Mm. voice within an industry that is that can be very constricting in a lot of ways and is based on business and money especially I think as an actor my time as an actor really like taught me you have to fight to keep your creative integrity so Mm. that's the toughest part yep
1: (laughs) Yep. I think that's fair
0: yep I 100% agree with that (laughs) Uh, next question what is your favorite piece of art right now Hmm, my favorite piece of art right now. I think because I was really
2: surprised by how much I liked it. I mean, now that I've seen it, I'm not surprised. Uh, but I, I didn't think a show about chess would, like, get me. But The Queen's mm. Gambit, so oh good.
0: my gotcha. God. Oh. Obsessed. Uh, yeah, I,
2: wow. So it's good. like I want them to make more, but I, I don't because it's perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I miss yeah. it.
0: but you're like, but I want to watch right. more. And she's so amazing. <laughs>
2: totally. And, beautiful. Oh Mm. my gosh. I just, I loved it. It was great.
1: I thoroughly enjoyed it as well very very solid
2: I mean I also feel like can you imagine the the pitch meetings like I think probably Netflix was like I don't know
0: so it's this girl who does drugs and sees a chessboard on the ceiling I mean
2: nobody thought if I heard that I would be like I'm fucking in I don't think I I just think they have to be like really surprised because it keeps it's still like in the top three I think on their algorithm that's tough to do yeah it
0: is I mean I remember watching like the first episode and being like I'm not sure if I like Mm -hmm. this or not and then the second one I was like Mm-hmm. yes and, yeah. and
1: then the huge twist in episode four or five it, something majorly happens i don't want yeah. any spoilers but it's <laughs> like i was, I was like, like wait i thought i what mm-hmm. oh yeah. they, they totally got me yeah. I, I usually see these things from well, miles put, away but
0: they put so much in every single episode yeah. it was i mean they're all like Movies, what an hour-ish yeah. but yeah. yeah it was oh so so, so good so very
1: good yeah. awesome choice we we all support Thank that you. um Yeah. Mm -hmm. So a little bit of a wrench of a question in here. What keeps you up at night?
2: Oh, uh, what keeps (laughs) me up at night? I feel like right now it's just the, I mean, Los Angeles, obviously, and the swing Mm -hmm. of the virus and all of these different lockdowns and, and rules and feeling... Like I'm losing my mind in the middle of all of this. Valid.
0: Uh, yeah very,
2: that that d- definitely keeps me up at night. Other than that, I sleep pretty good. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. hey, that's fair. I right there with you. <laughs> all right, our last question: What one piece of advice would you give someone who wants to pursue the arts?
2: Just don't wait for anybody to give you permission. Just make make things, um, make things with your friends. right? what you want to write, make what you want to make. And, uh, and you can do that. Like learn, I think too, this year, it's been a good year. i I picked up a couple, like I learned after effects and, um, and like mm-hmm. made the new girl credits because they needed to be redone and there was no one left to do them, but me. And I was like, Oh, learn how to do this. <laughs> like, um, okay. and you Impressive. know, it's like, learn, you know but you can learn that stuff you know it's not things yeah. programs like that are intuitive and um and don't be afraid to like fail just just try stuff out and and see maybe maybe you're great at it you know hey thanks for
0: listening
1: for more information about the podcast visit our website www.artisticpodcast.com
0: if you liked the episode do us a favor and share it with a friend it's the best way to help people find our podcast and will help support the show
1: for updates on new episodes and content you can follow us at the artistic pod on instagram and facebook
0: thanks again for listening and we'll catch you next week
1: see ya